right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is... Middle Children. It's kind of haunting, really. It's very haunting. And you look very haunting right now. I think I look good. You look haunting. Yeah. (laughs) I think I I actually did mean haunting in like an attractive way. Like I think haunting is like, whoa, she's got a haunting vibe. I think of haunting as that as As well. But like as like like in a but like scary positive absolutely i i see it as positive i do like scare like i'm like oh she's scary but i'd still go with her you know what i mean yes okay how would you describe me like a clown that's been kicked out of the circus (laughs) okay perfect and i would say you look either like ellie mcbeal okay yeah i was gonna (laughs) say like a college like sophomore like trying to get good grades (laughs) Like a loser? No, it's like she wears a sweater dress and she like does her hair and it's like she really she's looking for her husband. You know what I'm saying? I like my sweater dress. No, I love it. I love a sweater dress. Are you kidding me? I think in the summer, I think it's wild. Well, I was bringing fall. What? Why? Why aren't we in the fall yet? It's I. Every day, I'm upset. I was bringing fall. You're bringing party city clearance rack. <laughs> I am. I'm bringing. Listen. Guys, if you want to see what we're wearing, make sure that you go over to the Patreon where we are dressed up. (laughs) Dressed up in a a way. We're dressed up if you knew us for real and not just the personas that we pretend we wear clothes all the time. I love that. Thank you for that. Thank you for for that clarification for everybody. people knew how hard it was for me to look good. People only knew. The energy it takes. people only knew... That right now I was wearing four pimple patches, which is literally, if you've never seen me in a pimple pouch, 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 pimple patch. pouch, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> you don't know me. But anyhow, I, I did show up that way. And that's who I am at this point. And I, I'm not afraid of it. You know, I'm leaning in. I used pimple patches a couple days ago. I love them. I swear by them. They do work, it seems. They work. And even if it's not real, it's real to me. Now I can't stop looking at myself and seeing like (laughs) the chubby misfit college girl. She's not a misfit. She's doing actually very well. Yeah, but she's doing well in her. (laughs) (laughs) She really was. Well, how the hell are you? You went uh, you you've had. I've been better. You've been better, but I'm doing okay. Yeah. My dog did pass away, so that was a very devastating, uh, you know, thing. Absolutely. And, then, and you picked out that dog. Yeah, I mean, and I was, like, home for COVID and stuff. Like, yeah. and it was just, you know, hard to... It's obviously, everybody knows what it feels like. Except for people who don't. Don't know. And if yeah. you are one of those people, good luck when you do feel it. <laughs> good luck when you do feel it. But no, it's 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 good... I'm fine. I'm back in the city. I'm trying to be alive. I hate the summer so much. I know. It's very hard in the summer. Yesterday, I had a gothic day, which always helps me. You know, it helps me to really dress goth one day on the summer. So everyone knows I'm protesting. Do you think that's what's served? I think it serves very well. I think especially because I'm pale. It's me saying to everybody, I know 
I know. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm walking on the street, I'm like, I forget other people can see me. Yeah, for sure. When I have sunglasses on, I'm 98% sure I'm invisible. And it's also, I'm like, I don't care if you see me. Well, sure. I mean, because when I have sunglasses on, I'm like, I can't see you. Okay? Until I see someone I know walking down the street, and then I, like, book it the other way. Yeah, I dive into a Dunkin' Donuts just fast as I can to get out of sight. I went to Rumble on Friday and yesterday. Yes, bitch! Listen, I'm trying to get back on it. Like, I do feel better when I do it, you know? I gotta get back on it, yeah. I'm thinking about trying to go this afternoon to Orange Theory. It's, it's Right now, it's still a thought. It's just like, if I don't go in the morning, it's usually I know. game over. And that could be the case for me, but we've all got our fingers crossed. You never know. How um are you? So I famously went to Tennessee to see one of my friends who lives on a farm. Oh, we're talking 450 chickens. Oh, my God. This isn't like, oh, we have chickens. This is like, we have chickens. Does she live on the Purdue factory? She, no. What do they use 450 chickens for? They do have their own, like, um, farm called Beach Grove Farm, I think. And they, like, sell, you know, they, like, sell their eggs and they're, they have pigs and they. So it's a slaughter do- farm. Um, you know, what's nice is... (laughs) Listen, let me tell you something about farms like this. Right. This is how all meat should be made. That's... Those pigs have so much room to play and grow. Because I'm like, I do think, listen, there's like the food chain, whatever. Chickens, whatever. We're all going to eat chickens. The issue is the chickens that are like... Created in a lab and like, yes, like the it's factory farming is what's destroying a the economy and not the economy. Well, kind of the economy. I Um, mean, I was gonna say the um. Oh my god! Do you ever just forget words that are like constantly, always climate? (laughs) Oh, the climate. (laughs) Sure. So. I'm asking out of interest about your friend's chicken farm being slaughters. Not they do not in I judgment think, at all. Yeah, they sell their their pigs when they get big enough. They don't do it, thank God. Oh, they, they bring don't? it somewhere to do it. Well. Um, and then the chickens I think there are two different types. Like there are the laying egg chickens. Make sure and then you there keep are- laying those eggs girl lay those eggs girl never stop and they don't and even if one of them did there's so many of them you wouldn't know which one's not laying the eggs you wouldn't know but they'd be like this one seems like maybe it's not let's kill it well i I hope not how big is the farm it was big there were blueberry bushes like raspberry bushes like i was like a little bit the first few days i was like where the hell am i And how did I arrive here? And then I was like, okay, maybe, why don't I have five kids and a farm? I was like, why isn't that me? You know, that's because also my friend, listen, my friend has two 18 months old and one three year old. And the three year old and I were thick as thieves, as you would. Yeah. 
um, she and I bonded almost immediately. And my friend was like, she's really shy. She might not talk to you. And I was like, okay. And, you know, within 20 minutes, she and I were trading secrets. I find you know. most kids, they're like shy for like 20 minutes. And then yeah. they'll, they trust easier, obviously. They have to, tr- they have to trust. Doesn't well, it make you want a kid? I want a fucking kid. Yeah. It, there were certain moments like when... At one point, my friend Sarah got out of the car to go talk to someone. So me and her three-year-old daughter were in the car. And I said, uh-oh, because I could tell we both were nervous. We had just met each other at the airport. And then she said, I'm hot. And I said, <laughs> oh, gosh. you like, <laughs> me said, too. oh, dear. And so then she saw my nails. My hands were two different colors. So she would ask me to tickle her with the orange hand or the pink hand. And then we started getting a real rapport going. Then I started singing and then she was singing and then we really had fun. And we are currently Marco Poloing to each other and doing a show and tell. So. Wow. You really hit it off. I hit it off. But then the 18 months old, adorable, but they do cry as well as like, you don't understand what's going on. So that those two felt a little hard. Like I would love to sort of like start parenting at three. Once they can talk, I'll take them. Oh, like my nephew's almost 18 months. He'll be 18 months. Yeah. And he's like, just the cutest fucking thing right now. He's so cute. It's like, so cool to see like every other day. Like he like knows how to do something. It's too cute. He also did cry a lot when I was leaving. Okay, well, which made well me timed. want to rip my own. Like I, it was very difficult to leave. I know because when he realized I was leaving, he started crying. I love that, and it though. made me so so sad. Yeah, and then you have to be like, "I'll be back. I miss you." I'm literally like, "How do I?" How do I take out a loan to just like send this child who I'm adopting as my own money? Like, I'm like, I love her. I'll raise her as my own. I'm obsessed. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll have, you can still have your own probably, I would say. Yeah, maybe. I, there's a part of it that's like so great. And then there's that other part that every now and then I would remember that you are trapped. Like kids really trap you, hold you down tight. You know but what I mean? But I don't think that you feel trapped. that way about them. You also can be like a cool mom and be like, we're going here. Right. You know? Yeah, we're, go- we're going. Pack your bag. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that it it's... could be fun. It could be fun. If anyone's listening that's a mom and feels trapped, I apologize. <laughs> oh my God, I feel bad. And I don't mean that. I mean, it's just, it's a decision that you can't go back on. There are a lot of decisions in life that you can change your mind. The paint color, where you live, who you're dating, you can change your mind. A kid, you just can't change your mind. You, you, are, you can. It's just way less socially acceptable. Well, okay, right. I'll take them. I'll take your kid. That's nice. That's really nice of you. Thank you. I do love a bedtime too. Oh, and you know what? I haven't read like little kid books in a while, but first of all, they're insane. There's not a lot of um, justification in a lot of little kid books are so weird. And like, oh, and I just found out about Dolly Parton. Did you know about this? What about her? Dolly Parton, I think in Tennessee, because that's where she's from. But then I think they said it's global now or something. Uh, there's a foundation that she has where she sends a book a month to every single kid in Tennessee. I didn't know that. That's crazy. A book? I know, till they're six years old or something. 
To every kid in Tennessee? Every kid in Tennessee gets a book a month. From Dolly Parton? So, like, I was looking through, and then all these books have a picture of Dolly Parton or say, like, from the Dolly Parton thing. And it's like, what? Do they have to, like, register? I think so. Or maybe when they're born, it's like they're automatically... I'm not sure. That's so but crazy. All of, she has three kids, so they get three books a month from Dolly Parton. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's wild. We should absolutely write a Dolly Parton Foundation book. I know. And then every time I read a kid's book, I'm like, I could be a kid's author. There's no way I couldn't. I know. I think a lot of people could. No offense yeah. to the people that are kids' Honestly, books authors. Honestly, if anyone listening is, I'm like, how did you get into it? And is it as cushy a job as I think it is? I think it's probably pretty hard to make actual money unless you're, like, established. Right. And, like, maybe you come up with a... Like a Bernstein, a Bearstein, whatever, like series. Exactly. Fascinating. Remember the Sex and the City episode where Carrie has is like fake pitching a kid's book because she wants to talk to Big's new wife? Oh, yeah. And she's, the cigarette? And she didn't know it, he, that she was a children's editor. And she's like, it's about a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That lives on a farm. <laughs> that lives on a farm. How was everything else? So it was great. It was really fun. It was really fun. Like my friend that I went to visit, we traveled Europe together. So it was so cool to like just see where she is now. Do they have employees? They do. They have people who work on their farm. Oh, wow. There are some that are volunteers and some that are like, uh, yucky kit, you know, young, like they can't pay much. Um, but her husband took me on an ATV, like around the property that's cool that was cool a part of me feels like farming is very much like there's a fun element to it you know yes i also think it's probably like a lot of work i'm sure it's so much work i could never and the kids just run to the blueberry bushes and just start eating it's like bon appetit (laughs) who doesn't love a blueberry i know off a off a little bush thing i mean what a way to grow up I know. The most fun. Like, so fun. Should we buy a farm? I'm kind of like, maybe. I think our farm would be dilapidated within, like... (laughs) Sure. Well, we'd have to hire people to do the work. (laughs) I follow this girl on TikTok. Yeah. Who is, like, lives off a homestead in Alaska, which is just, like, a farm. Oh. And she's, like, 19, I think. And she was Amish as well, but she like, wow. they left being Amish at like when she was 11, but she still like dresses Amish and they make everything. And she has like all these TikToks where she's like cooking or baking or doing things on the farm. Wow. And I will watch it for hours to fall asleep. It's very um, peaceful. But then there is the occasional yeah. TikTok of hers talking about how she's going to be the perfect wife under God's eyes. So... Oh, I'm really trying to separate the art from the artist on this one. Absolutely. That can be tricky. Yeah, that can be tricky. That. Yeah. And there were a lot of bugs. I was being eaten alive. Did you use bug spray? I did. Yeah. But after the first night, I said, I actually am being eaten alive. I would love some bug spray if I could. It's a it's a scorcher out there. It's so hot. It's disgusting. It's too hot. <laughs> it is too Some hot. It's say. not for me. 
Yeah. I, I don't wouldn't like the say heat. it's for me. Exactly. Yeah. But what are you going to do? You know what? Not leave the house? Yes, that is what I'm going to do. I know. I haven't. Well, I did. I, well, I went grocery shopping today. And let me explain to you something. I am liquid rich. Liquid rich. What does that if mean? If you don't know what that... I'll tell you. It means I have... Open my fridge and there's so much liquid. I've got iced coffees. I've got kombucha. I've got salsa. And I feel so wealthy. I feel so wealthy. I, I am well. It's ironic because liquidation in financial terms is usually not a good thing. That means that you're liquidating the things you have, selling them for cash. Well, we all know I'm not good with money, but I am absolutely good with trying to drink liquids that taste good to me. You're liquidating with li- liquid. I kind of am, but it felt good. I haven't been to the grocery in like a month. And to the grocery? What are we in fucking London? What do you say? This grocery store? The, the store? Yeah, I guess I say grocery. I guess I am British. The market, maybe? Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, my I have delivery... to go to the groceries to pick up some pheasant. Pheasant? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lovely trip. And now I have a ton of liquid. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so wealthy is how I feel. Well, I'm happy for you. I love a lot of um, beverages as well. I know. Me too. It's just such a happy feeling, you know? Speaking of happy feelings... I haven't had them in months, but <gasps> just, yes, just kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesse, you're talking too much. I know, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, there. I get what is it? I get like a weekly email that like says there's a snake like, in the grass. That says like our ranking or whatever. And like sometimes just like a summary of the week for um, the podcast. And normally it's not too big a deal. Like we're always in the top like 200 or something. And then normally there's like one or two reviews like linked. And I like saw the one from yesterday. And there's a review that's pretty much bashing me. Which I love when people... (laughs) When people say that I'm too much or to shut up because it feels a lot like growing up and it feels like home. Sometimes okay? bad reviews make me giggle. Giggle. They do. One once on another podcast I had it just said the whole review, it was one star, and then it said featuring fat carries heavy breathing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like I'm like, you took the time. They took they took the time. To go and do that. It's it is it's very sweet. Um and it's interesting. And I say to that, listen, you can't always get great reviews. Listen. You can't. You can't. Nobody that is, is perfect loved is not also hated. Exactly. So Except for me. Except yeah, no. It was just it was <laughs> it was definitely targeted towards me and not to Chris. So, you know, if you guys I just get away write, with more cuz I'm gay. That's it. That's what it is. It is. I'm an easy target. (laughs) (laughs) But if you guys want to counterbalance that with some positive reviews and say why you love Jesse in the reviews. That'd be really nice. That would be great. Do not say anything bad about me. Do not, you guys. (laughs) I will be. I'm hanging on by (laughs) a thread. He will burn this place down. Yeah. (laughs) My own house. Should we? I think we should. Okay. Yeah. 
You guys, it's time for the Hallmark Movie of the Week. Okay, do you, would you like to begin or shall I begin? I feel like you shall. Okay. A high powered. Yes. Magazine columnist. <gasps> yes. And I love that. she is working hard. She's walking into work, heels. It's like a power office picture. Kate Hudson at the beginning of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, I'm there. Okay. Or Eva Mendez at the beginning of Hitch. Absolutely. A pencil skirt or, or I'm not doing it. And Hathaway in the beginning of Devil Wears Prada. You know, not that, not that this has ever been done before. It's never been done before. <laughs> but picture. Nothing like that's this. That's the vibe. And w- where are we? London. <gasps> London, England, baby. And Cheerio. Her name is Cassidy. Oh my God, yeah. McGonagall. Oh. Cassidy McGonagall, she works for the Chronicle. (laughs) 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 Which is what she says to people. Yeah, of course. Uh, Cassidy McGonagall, I work for the Chronicle. Yeah. (gasps) And so she's working, she's working. I am also a high-powered magazine columnist. Yeah. I usually write about travel. Oh, I write about restaurants. I write (gasps) about things that I care about. Fashion. Oh. My name is Vic. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Victor? Here comes Dumbledore. Move aside, you stupid slore. And that's his (laughs) thing. I love that. And he used to say stupid whore, but they made him change it. So now he says slore. Slore, like slutty whore. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know exactly what it they means. They don't know it. And so we're working hard. Oh, yeah. And we're sitting, we're eating, we're, we're chain smoking cigarettes because we're stressed Absolutely. out. So stressed. We're talking about how we need, we have big things we're excited for. That's when we both get called in by oh. Cynthia into the <gasps> conference, into the conference. Okay. And we walk in. What do we see? Zoom screens upon Zoom screens. It's the, edit, oh. it's, it's the board of the Chronicle. Okay. And they say, we have too many things that are just too... We have too many things that are just too heavy happening in the paper these days. All right. In the news. Okay. We need something positive. And and we look at each other because positive is not our beat, you know? That's not our beat, yeah. We write about the nitty-gritty, the art. Right. What's happening in politics Uh, and society. And we say, well, we don't know. And they're like... There's the only one thing magical enough to, to, to grace the front page of the Chronicle on December 25th. Hmm. And we say, what? And they go, what? Christmas in small town America. Wow. And we're like, what? What? We have, I, don't, I haven't left a metropolis since the 60s. Yeah. Not for us. And they're like, we're we're flying out our two best columnists. Wow. To a very small town in Tennessee. Wow. In the Rocky Mountain or in the Appalachian Mountains. Wow. And we say, really? And they're like, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the weather like there now? And they're like, it's like sweatshirt sweater weather. 
And I'm like, do they get snow? And they're like, like a dusting. And I'm like, okay. And a part of me is like, okay. And the other part's like, that's so nice that it's like just a light fall, like throughout. You know what I mean? Throughout the winter? Throughout the winter. The summer is unbearable, unfortunately. Yeah. As it is everywhere. Um, As it really is. And so we're like, well, what are we going to write about in this small fucking town? Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And they're like, you need to find these dying businesses. (laughs) Oh, wow. That are being put out by Amazon. And I go, I I just question, I go, and this is supposed to be upbeat. And they're like, well, (laughs) the... It still has to be news. Right. Okay. So we'll sort of try to swing it that way. But it is a sad story. It's about the American economy crumbling, not... Oh, that's nice. Honestly, as... As a Brit, it always feels nice to put down America, and they they make it so easy for us. They and so we're like, you know what? We're gonna go. We'll show them fashion. We well, whatever. Go. Yeah. So we get on the plane, pop a couple pills, drink a glass of prosecco, another okay, glass cool. of prosecco, a third glass of prosecco. Yeah. We're down for the count. We're like Cynthia, just bring the bottle. I don't know why you do glasses. She's so annoying. And the thing is, oh. we are on a huge plane. There's other people. Which is oh, upsetting, but then so upsetting. they cut to us and we're on a small plane now, and that's where we wake up. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? What? Yeah, wait a sec. Uh, Cynthia, where the fuck are we? Where the hell are we? I, 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 this is absolutely abysmal. Bollocks. Bollocks. I, I fall asleep, Bullocks. get a little shot eye on the, yeah. on the red eye. Next thing I know, I'm waking up on a small little fighter plane. Yeah, and Cynthia's like, okay, well, you guys know that we took... Well, Cynthia, from stop Heathrow. trying to do our accent. It's offensive. <laughs> She's like, okay, fine. Um, last time you said to try. But we, we, we went to Heathrow to New York, and then now we're going from New York to Tennessee. I can't understand anything you're saying, but... We're go- you're on the second plane to Knoxville. Knoxville? Knoxville. Oh my Not, god! It's yeah, worse. Knoxville. It's near the Appalachian Trail. Oh, kinda. it's worse than I thought. It's a small town. It's a small airport. And then we, okay. And then we land. Okay, great. And it is Aww. like hours outside of Knoxville. It's tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny. And we get off the plane and we're walking and we're like, "What the fuck? Where is the?" Yeah. How are we? And she's like. I've arranged uh, a car service to pick you up. And we're like, oh my God, that we see a pickup truck with an Uber sign on it. No. And we're like, oh my God. And we're like, humiliated. Hello. um, Hi, we're British. I think you're our Uber. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Throw your shit in the back of the car. Oh, God. Um, Oh my God. Um, The. The back of where the I can't seem the, to f- locate the trunk. It's I just throw it there on the flat bed. Uh, We're like, oh my god! And I would hate to crush someone's bed. It's not. A, oh, <laughs> it's not a bed, sweet thing. Okay, we just used it to transport everything, like your shit. So it's it's uh, it's good enough for my my steer. It's good enough for your queer. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my god. Thank you. And so we get in the car. We don't know what to do. We're scared. He's we're scared. actually a nice man. The thing is, we're being uppity. We're looking down. We are our being nose. a little uppity. Um, and he takes us, and we're like, "I'm like, do you know what the hotel is like? What? Yeah. Is it five star, four star? 
Three, it's not three stars, is it? It couldn't possibly be three. And he's like, well, I, I don't know how many stars it's got, but uh, if you look up, I think there'll be millions. And we're like, okay. All right. Thank you And for that's that. when we get to a little Airbnb. It's like an inn. <gasps> it's an inn is what it cute. is. Cute. It is an inn. It's a cute little inn decorated flawlessly for uh, Christmas. Beautiful. And I'm like, yeah. It could be worse. This is actually kind of... It could be worse. This is actually pretty beautiful. I do like it. It looks like my grandmother's guest house. Oh. Uh, I'm f- not from money. I was just making a, a quip there. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we never really talk outside of work, do we? No, we don't really do. <laughs> it's hard to understand when you make a joke. So just let me know, yeah. all right? I really want to try to laugh. We are, it's, we are best friends, but we just spend our time at work and then we, well, we take a pill so together hard. at the exactly. end of the day. And then it's, I mean, yeah, sh- we've spent hours together. We've just been blackout. So it almost doesn't count because I don't recall it. Yeah. What's your last name? Um, McGonagall. Cassidy McGonagall works at the Chronicle. That is that's me. That is, pl- that is that's a good one there. Yeah, that one we did do when we were really high. We came yeah, up with that. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, My, very good. I, I'm Vic Dumbledore. You knew that Dumbledore? I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. Oh, because well, I Dumbledore. Here comes Dumbledore. You're a stupid hard time to hit the floor, and hit I did floor. knock you over with that broom. <laughs> You uh, yeah, and um, but I had that bump on my head for like yeah. Woo. The video is funny though, where I'm standing over you. Do you videos. think she wants more? Yeah, <laughs> I'll get her to that the core. Funny. Yeah, she's so boring. She's a snore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should and just I take did, a pill. Did, yeah, yeah. I did wonder, you know, because normally you call everybody a whore, mm-hmm. and I thought, why was I a snore when I could have been? A whore. Oh, I talked to Clint down in accounting. He said that you um, weren't a whore. That you, I I said, do you think she's a whore? And he was like, no, she seems like a nice girl, really. She's, she, I don't know her sexual activity. Um, Wow. So I guess he was the bore, is what the joke was more landed on. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah, you didn't know because you were on the ground bleeding. But I was actually making eye contact with Clint. Oh, wow. He sounds very attractive. I'm upset I can't. He's a homosexual. Yeah. Oh, damn. All the good ones are. I thought that I was going to use our conversation about you. As a a pivot. As a pivot, Sort of a a, a, a propeller. Did you guys... uh, I was like, you know who else is a whore? Yeah, and did he go for it? Um, no. no. Oh, no. You remember when I got talked to about HR and I had to have those I meetings for that. like a yeah, yeah, full yeah. year? That was rough. That was the fallout of that. That was from Clint, was it? Yeah, yeah. He's a really big rule follower. And I said, I thought you were homosexual. And he said, I am homosexual. I just don't want to have sex with you. And that's so hurtful, isn't it? And that was really hurtful. And I demoted him. <laughs> And that's why <laughs> the HR came because I did <laughs> right, say you're back right. to the makeup counter at Macy's. Yeah. I fired him from the Chronicle, is what I did. Right, right. But anywho, so I learned my lesson there. That was what six months ago. I mean, something like that. It feels like years ago, well like years, really. Yeah. And that's when we look up, and there is someone standing there to check us in, and we've just been having this oh conversation. Oh my um, god! In front of where'd you come from? <laughs> 
And the th- hello. The thing is, because when we look up, Jesse. Yeah. It's almost like we're looking at it like a, his chest. Wait a sec. Yeah, and so I. What what kind of what kind of chest are we talking about? Just, oh, just so I know, it's strapping. It's strapping, isn't it? It's clad in a green flannel. Stop. It, but unbuttoned enough here that like you <gasps> can see some chest hair a coming little out. Little chest. Okay. Sleeves are rolled up. Oh God, help us all. Bearing, and I I think that's got to be uncomfortable because his. His forearms. forearms are just pulse, 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 pulsating. They're really, I mean, I don't know what it looks like if somebody exclusively works on their forearms or almost a Popeye routine, mm-hmm. but it's it's close to that when I look down. I go, wow, uh, my eyes yeah. go popping. You know what I'm saying? And, and we say, ch- ch- uh, checking in. Ch- ch- checking in, checking in, it looks like. And I say, how tall are you? <laughs> yeah. And he says, S- I'm like six, two and a half. And I'm like, well, what is that in <gasps> centimeters? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. So No one knew. So um, I don't know how tall they were. But around six, two-ish, six, three. And that, and so he, we're getting our bags. And that's when he rings the bell. And he's like, my cousin will help oh. take up your bags. And another guy walks in. What does he look like? He's just as tall. No. I don't know. Again, because so it's not in the metric men. system. Well, they're very tall. So, you know, I don't, I'm just, my brain can't I compute feet yeah, of course, and, and of inches. Course. But they're very tall. And his yeah. name, well, we don't know his name yet because he's just taking okay. my bags up. And so they take us, we're in rooms next door and we're like, could you go for a bite? Yeah. Are you guys hungry? For a point. I was just talking to you. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, what's wrong with us? And we're like, oh, oh no. Uh, I, I I mean, I did. Well, I wasn't. We could go. Thought that. For a pint. For maybe a I drink. I thought maybe. Um, And they're like, haha. They like joke a little and they walk oh, they're away. Joking. They're done. And then <gasps> oh, we're like, whatever. Really and so then we look and I'm like, it seems like there's a, it seems like there's a pub across, across the way. How convenient. And so we go into the pub. Okay. It's like fine. They don't have a lot of food options. Okay. Mozzarella sticks, that kind of vibe. Okay, got it. And so then we sit down. We're perusing the menu. We're looking. We take out a beer. The two gentlemen walk in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to get murdered. They followed us. Oh, my God. We're going to get murdered. Everyone said, if I come to America, I was going to I'm get gonna murdered. I'm going to be murdered. And they were right. I know. I know they were. Of course they were. There's no there's no reason we shouldn't be murdered. What a souvenir. I just thought I'd live a bit longer. I know. And I know that. And you should. It's not right. You know how many drugs I've done. If I was going to be murdered, it would have been in my It would have been on the an overdose, a hundred percent. I just feel a little bit slighted by I feel slighted. This. I come yeah. here, it's supposed to be a happy story. Ugh. It's supposed to be we're just here writing, trying to save our own careers. And that's when he is like, Oh, you're a journalist, that makes sense. And I'm like, Oh my god, he's listening to a conversation. Oh my god. And then the other one's like, This is the only bar in town. We're not following you okay handsome <gasps> and all of a sudden i go wait a sec handsome i, I whispered to you i go does handsome mean the same thing here as it does back at home 
And I say, I think it really does. And I say, so sorry. I missed both of your names. And so the one who said handsome, he's like, hi there. I'm Miles Buckley. Miles. Miles Buckley. Is this the one that said handsome or no? Yeah. Oh, hello, Miles Buckley. Who I hadn't really seen, but he has got a full head of hair and like a beard, like, like it's not scruff it's like a little more than scruff so it's like soft 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 on the face you know what i'm saying do you come do you hail from the buckingham buckleys uh no i don't i'm kidding there are no buckingham buckleys (laughs) (laughs) he's like you're cute okay he's being a little forward (laughs) (laughs) sorry i've had two beers already you would um, think a man like you, who lives in Tennessee, would be able to handle more than two <laughs> pints before. <laughs> I've had 16 martinis <laughs> of moonshine, <laughs> and I don't feel a thing. And I've taken pills. Oh, he's like, well, I stayed up all last night because I don't know if you know that they're making a Matilda the musical. <laughs> Uh, of course i know they're making a matilda the musical (laughs) i auditioned for trunchbull (gasps) i didn't get it i'm not an actor oh oh. they went with a woman can you believe that that is so weird that they did that but uh yeah so i was um last night i i I got a behind the scenes sneak peek and so i was just up all night doing that y'all where did you get a behind-the-scenes <laughs> sneak peek of Matilda so, the Musical in Broomsfield, Tennessee? I have a cousin who is a PA on the project. An, a third cousin? Oh, yeah. Our, we got a big old family out here. I'm talking. There are cousins on cousins on cousins. <laughs> well, when y'all date around here, you go, "What's your family tree?" Because you just can't tell. And a lot of people have a big family. You know what I mean? I'm from the Dumbledore clan. Oh, cool. Is that? That's my that's my surname. Oh wow, that's that's cool. You call it that a surname? That's mm. really cool. Okay. Um, and then that's when the guy, <laughs> uh, the guy is like, "And what's your name, pretty thing?" I'm Thomas. Ooh, Thomas. Thomas Mujacular. Whoa. It's French. Oh. My family hails from the New Orleans region. Heavy French influences. That's absolutely lovely. Well, I am Cassidy. Yeah. Is it Cassidy? Are you asking me or telling me, Mia? I forgot. Uh, Cassidy McConaughey. McGonagall, like in Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Love those books. I know Sorry, a lot of I am people... a little bit on the drugs still, and, and I it, it made me a little woozy. Well, I'm a little bit on the drugs, too, and feeling a little bit woozy there, miss, because of your beauty. Uh, your love is in... my drug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like Kesha. Oh, Kesha. Kesha? What year are you from, miss? <laughs> I don't keep up with young sort of singers and such. Um, and, but... and that's when I go, uh, Cassidy. Yes, darling. What are you doing? I've completely forgotten who I am and where I it am. It seems as I feel as though. <laughs> 
I feel like no hot men have talked to me in a while and I I really don't remember anything about myself. I know you're wearing a neck piece, but we're not in the Victorian (laughs) era. I don't remember myself. We went to Kesha last year together. I don't remember myself. (laughs) All right. I'm really scared right now. I'm I'm petrified. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever completely forgotten your own personality? Yeah, every day I wake up, I choose a new personality. <laughs> but I still okay. remember my name and the fact that I went to a Kesha concert. All right. Well, I'm really, I'm really, I feel like he's very hot. And I really do think that he's giving me a lot of eye contact. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, if I'm giving you uh, too much eye contact. No, no, no. Sorry. Please don't listen to what I'm saying to my friend. He and I are talking about a story we're writing about how we we lose ourselves in the story that we're writing but in right now right here i'm not stressed at all i lose myself in the stories that i write also there oh you see i own the inn <gasps> but i oh. um that was left to me by my family you see because my parents my great mommy and my great my great uh granddaddy they originally owned the inn it was a restaurant and we uh had some delicious french some french cuisine it was cajun Mm. spicy it was delicious the people didn't Uh like it it didn't last too long and so i i did write i'm still a writer and a chef i write recipes um I'm sorry. Listen to me rattling on about myself while a pretty young thing like you is sitting here. Tell me about yourself, Miss Cassidy. Oh, no. Pl- I mean, I really was quite interested because we're doing research. Now, Vic, yeah. do you know about the two businesses that are going under that we're supposed to be investigating? Yeah, I think one was like uh, some kind of an inn. It was uh, a, shitty, it was- a shitty little inn. Oh, Lord. Uh, owned by these two cousins who beautiful. I saw pictures of them. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I do think it is coming together Cassidy, for me. a minute. <laughs> yeah, just a quick sec. Once again, we're talking more about the story than we are about you. I think, oh, uh, my, oh my God. God. I think that, that one of the businesses is the inn. Is that, that's what I think. And uh, I really do. The second, I mean, the second one, what was it? It was like a shitty bar. It was a pub, I think. Oh. <gasps> It was like a shitty pub. It was just absolutely done. Hi, another another point, please. Yeah, it was like this shitty pub with this homely Vic. barkeep. Whoa. We're here. We're at the, this is the shitty oh pub. Oh my We're not talking they about said you. It's the only one to, we're not talking about this pub. If we get lost in the stories we are writing. Excuse if could I have um, another beer in a glass that's clean if possible? Thank you so much. Um, my glass was really dead. Yeah, the Very martinis smudgy. are a not little gross. Good. Not good here. No. I do not like the martinis. I cannot believe I've had sixteen of them. I'm embarrassed to I, say I'm, I have I'm, much. I am drunk. I'm actually a little tips. So what are we going to do? We can't write about these. Fi- oh, well, I guess we could talk to the men, get some information. Let's get some ma- information. Uh, excuse me what, what what were the names um it's uh it's um well it's well what were the names <laughs> one of them Cassidy, was, what uh, were the names you're supposed to I remember the names i do remember them i'm just trying to remember how i remember them one of them was like Did we, Jonathan, uh, John, uh, Jonathan. I don't know that we gave them names. And then I think yeah, your your Thomas. your guy Thomas, exactly. And Yours then was Thomas. 
and yours was Draco. We're going to switch it to Draco, absolutely. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I say I'm going to call you Draco because you're a Harry Potter head. Yeah, and he's like, uh, "All right, that's all right." Well, isn't Draco uh, uh, the evil one? Draco's just mysterious. Well, who's talking? Ah, uh, Draco is just mysterious. And and um, there's sort of a there's like a hum in the air because Thomas, thing- Tom Riddle, I am Lord Voldemort. <laughs> And I'm like, the pills are really coming in. Sorry, Thomas. They're really coming in t- hard, like tip of the morning. So we say to the boys, we say, boys, will you show us around the pub? And they're like, yes, because this is we, the- <laughs> this is the pub. And we also have um, our family member who owns the pub. And we go, we are about to obliterate Not the this family. Barkeep. This is very sad. The homely barkeep. Is they, named- were they adopted into the family? Because I'm not procreating with that. I'll tell you that much. No, of course not. The barkeep is actually their uncle. Their uncle. Their great oh, uncle. Oh, who's from Ireland? Ireland. Um, and he's So really... sorry, uncle. I didn't mean to be rude. <laughs> that's all right. How's your mom? your pop working? What? Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I put got... a time out and say really quickly... Um, this pub is very poorly run. Are you the only person who works it? Well, yes. Yes, I am. I'm the only one that's working. Oh, Lord. That's got to be a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's not too bad of a business, really. It's, you know, it's not so busy. Uh, It's mostly family, people from the area. Of course, of course. Um, Do you think you're going to shut it down? (laughs) Uh, listen, it sounds like you have some questions. Let me call in my uh, the bartender who's okay. from France, another cousin. Oh my god! What uh, an eclectic crew! I hear you have um, how you some questions for for me. I do. <laughs> Oopsie, sorry. I do. Um, I am curious as to how long you've worked here. Um, if you think that, like. I know there aren't a lot of bars in town, so you would think there'd be a monopoly, but it does seem a little um, sparse, if you will. We are uh, only bar uh, from Knoxville. We find you yes. find here. We only bar from Knoxville. Oh well, all right. I've been here uh, five year. But okay, five year. Um, this family, beautiful, um, beautiful family. Beautiful. They they call me when they hear I was adopted into France and they say, uh, come back to America. We sponsor visa. We give you a job. And so <laughs> I I come here. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Oh. Cannot say enough. Uh, how you say? Uh, good thing from family. Yeah. Family like sun shining. Family like cold water on hot day. Wow. Perfect, perfect family. Anything bad happens to family, world crumble. No. Well, that's very, um, thank you for that. That felt very honest. Um, And I whispered to you, I'm like, eclectic family. (laughs) I'm like, the whole world's going to crumble. How are we supposed to write this as a positive story? And then that's when Thomas looks at you and he says, I know you have a lot of work to do, but do you think I could take you for a nice dinner? There's another little restaurant uh, about 30 minutes 
It's a diner. It's not much. Oh. But. I am. Uh, well, I am starving. I, I mean, I wouldn't dislike a little diner. <laughs> Do they have waffles? Yep. Where I don't know if you're gonna like. I don't know how the food is in 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 London, but they have these decadent waffles. Cho- <gasps> we're talking oh. chocolate ganache sprinkles, <gasps> homemade lavender whipped cream. I'd love it. I know I might look absolutely wafish and thin, but I like to eat. And I say, in London, <laughs> everybody's a two, including me. <laughs> That's right. And everybody knows a two in London is a negative 10 in the US. And then I am like, okay, so I guess we're going to the diner because... And, I guess we are. And that's when you look at me and you're like, don't. I don't know if it's an invitation for everybody to go to the diner. I think if you could do some more research on the bar. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Stick around here? And, some research and what, on the bar. Snog with the French guy who might be from Italy or something. I don't know. We don't know. He had a Spanish vibe, but it doesn't matter. It was a bit Spanish, wasn't it? I thought so as well. <laughs> but I thought, you know, he was so sweet, everything he was saying. I really didn't want to. I bet it. I bet what it was, was he's from France. He knows He knows how to do. That's he speaks thing. French, uh, but he probably traveled to Spain recently. I think a lot of accents aren't necessarily like a clear cut because you really pick up things from other places. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like us, for example. So, we grew up us. in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go to the diner to get a little a little nosh in me. I think you stay at the pub and... Um, and kill myself, drag, apparently. Drag, no, you, uh, Draco can show you around and and um, you can talk to the barkeep as well. And um, I'm just going to do some diner Just research. go, you, okay? I'm going. Just right. go and snog with our new friend whose life we're going to ruin, by the way. Shut up. And then they look at us like, what? And we're like, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Thank you. So the bar wants me and... Thomas leave like really dies down and it's literally just you Draco and the uncle in the bar and the French guy is in the back kind of cleaning and there are so many Christmas lights up okay and it is just so it's empty but it's really romantic it feels like last call at 2 a.m. but it is 8 p.m. I love that because that's just when it's died down and the uncle's kind of sad cleaning up the bar. And Draco's like, oh, Danny boy. That's the bartender is <laughs> singing that in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, so I know that you, um, that y'all really don't like the bar. And yeah, some of the glasses are a little dirty and sure, stuff. Is your accent getting thicker? Yeah, I guess so. Um have you ever looked at the stars in Tennessee? No, I've never been to America before. Thank God. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get back in my pickup truck. We're going to drive to a field somewhere, and then we're both going to get in the back seat. Well, I've never of... been in your car. Exactly. But <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're going to go get in my truck, okay? And then we're going to go to a field. Have you been and we're drinking? Look- I don't know if I want to get in a car with somebody who's intoxicated. Well, everybody on the road is going to be drunk right now. It's Tennessee. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, okay, whatever. I've had 15 martinis. Who am I to talk? 
Okay, perfect. So they drive to a field somewhere. They get in the back. They start looking up at the stars. And he's like, can you believe how clear the sky is out here? No, this is like nothing I've ever seen. A shooting star. Make a wish. You have to say it out loud. Uh, I don't think that that is the rules, Miss Star. I think you're supposed to say it out loud, though, especially if you're with a I new was friend. hoping that I don't get a boner and embarrass myself. A boner? I think my accent... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to re-register. He's like, hold on. I have to re-register my brain for one second. Okay. Yes, my wish is that I don't get a boner (laughs) because I don't want to get excited. Why don't you want to get excited? Well, because I I can't imagine you're the type who wants to snog an old bitch like me. A fit fit young man like yourself. I hate to ruin your wish. But I am uh, absolutely attracted to you. And I I brought you out here so that maybe we could snog or whatever you call it in the back of my truck. You want want it to take me out under the stars to make out with me in the bed of a truck? That is so romantic. Yeah. And he leans in super close to kiss you. And it's like you guys are just, it's like a hover. A hover. And then he kisses the side of your cheek and then the other side and then like your forehead. And then I whisper, we're here to destroy your company. (laughs) 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 I couldn't, I couldn't properly snog you without telling you the truth. What? What do you mean? Well, continue with the romance. Okay. But what do you mean? You're going to ruin my... Well, we're not here to necessarily ruin your company, but we were sent from the Chronicle in London, which is the city. Uh, we were sent to um, write articles about dying family businesses in small selling towns across America. And so you were selected. So that means your numbers probably <laughs> are going to put you out of business pretty soon. And I didn't want to hold that from you because even though I pretend to be a strong person i really do feel guilt and i have a heart and i just want to say that so can we move on or not yeah we can yeah yeah. actually we can because it's not a secret to me my business has been failing it's something i'm trying to hide and work on but yeah it's true and you're just doing your job and i gotta say not having a business means I'd be a free agent and I could go, I don't know, travel the world or see something more than Tennessee. Wow. Okay. I was not <laughs> expecting this reaction. I thought maybe you'd try to save your business like a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's worth fighting for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the fact of the matter is um, I was planning on writing a very positive... Oh, really? That could be great. I don't know that I'm interested in this anymore, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Why not? Because you've proven yourself to have no ambition or passion for what you do. You're kind of just just, not my type. (laughs) I was just choosing to not make it an issue between us. Is your French cousin single or... Listen, if you want me to pout and be mad at you, I will. I just, um, I think I'll, I'll do what I can to help the business and we'll have a very professional relationship. Okay. Uh, what beautiful stars. 
Well, I guess I'll drive you back okay. since it's kind of awkward now. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, it's a self worth issue. But I think you're tying my self worth to my business's success, and my self worth is not contingent on whether my business is doing well. No, no. Me not snogging you is a self worth issue for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. I hope that you do actually find my happiness. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. All right now. And. <laughs> <laughs> And then across town at the diner. Um, oh, oh, look at the little jukebox. That's so precious. Thank you. Uh, I'd love to put on a song for you. All right. Go ahead. Jig one up now. My anaconda don't. My oh, anaconda don't. My anaconda don't. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. That is the wrong number I typed in there. Hold on one second. Um... I love rainforest animals. Oh, that was Nicki Minaj. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a jukebox. It's not written. I think when I'm nervous, I forget all political, or excuse me, all pop culture references. So that's just a heads up. But I don't really remember who Nicki Minaj is. Can I say something um, to you without uh, it coming across offensive? <laughs> uh, good luck. You, you kind of remind me of one of the ghosts in Harry Potter. That have been oh, wow. al- alive for uh, hundreds of years. You know, like the one that's played by John Cleese. I don't really know the specific reference. Near no, the headless Nick. Oh, yeah, now I do. That's kind of your vibe. All right. Well, I'm going to choose to not be offended by it. Good. That's good. That's nice. I don't really even know how to take it, if I'm being honest. Well, I okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by that. I, I like older. Well, no, that's not either. I'm older than you are. I don't even. Yes, absolutely. I I think that we come from two different backgrounds. I think that we come from two different lands, and I think that we've we've grown up in two different different lifestyles and, and sort I of agree. have different career paths. I and, agree. I was raised that, to be nice and considerate and generous and caring and. Let someone talk and explain their point of view, and you were raised to um, sit on a high horse and wait a second. Look down your nose. Whoa! Or your 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 nose, and look down and say, "Look at that! Look, uh, I'm six foot three inches tall, and I have the dick to match." What in the Lord? <laughs> and then that's when he. Um, What's the double meaning of dick? Um, oh, dictionary. I got it. Perhaps? I got it. Okay. You guys are seeing how the sausage is made. Yeah, and I've got and I got the dick to match. And as he says that, the waitress plops down a giant sandwich, and he's like, <gasps> "Deli invested chicken katsu. It is the dick sandwich. It's a chicken katsu." I was very. I'm slipping off my chair right now. Unfortunately, I did get very turned on by what I thought was not a sandwich. Um, oh, well, okay. How long are you well, in town for? We don't have uh, to make this so serious. Well, I think that I would like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I need a good, hard snogging, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I'd like to get dicked down, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it'll be like dicking down Julie Andrews, and I look forward to that. 
the the hills are alive, and I will be too. You'll be singing. I'll tell you that much. All right, let's do it. Um, and so then it cuts to both of us just having. Well, I'm not having sex. You are. I am having. I sex. am having sex as well with the French bartender. Good for you. Played by myself. It was very hard to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's the next day. It's the next day. And we're checking out. And we're like checking out. And and they're both there. And they're like, <laughs> I sh- uh, we should go check the. And I'm like, I just wanted to give you our article before we jet off back to the UK. And they're like, uh, I don't know if I want to see that. I feel depressed already. And we say... I say... Yeah. You're going to want to read it. I say, wait until we leave. Yeah, wait until we leave. Um, and so on the ride to the airport, it's um, it's all silent except for the voiceover of the article. Oh. That's like... <laughs> yeah. When, when I was first told that I had to go to a smaller American town in Tennessee... <laughs> in Tennessee... <laughs> I thought, absolutely not. Absolutely dreadful. Absolutely horrid. I thought it was going to be the worst time of my entire life. But I was wrong. Upon landing in the beautiful village of Honeysuckle Farms, yeah, I was delighted to find a handsome gentleman by the name of Draco. And then um, your voice takes over. Okay, and it shows us we're getting on the plane and we both look really sad. Who knew an uptight British lady could fly across the pond and find herself a cowboy ready to get down and dirty? <laughs> Not me. The inn that we stayed at was absolutely <laughs> was absolutely quaint, but not half as quaint as the people that we met and the stories that they told. And while I thought that I was supposed to be having sex with the one man who took me to see the stars... It turned out to be a Frenchman via Spain that showed me what stars can look like. As a lady who's never had a, a sandwich before, I certainly found a new meaning of the word dick. And boy, oh boy, did it hurt my tummy in the right way. And as someone <laughs> who's never been in a sandwich before, <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy, oh boy, did it hurt my tummy? And we <laughs> and we see a, a clip of me in a threesome with the bartender and the Frenchman, all played by me. So again, it was really hard to do. <laughs> the point of happiness is not yeah. where you are or what you're doing; it's that you're having sex with strangers. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's that you've let your inhibitions and your judgments of yourself go. And you say, I am going to receive pleasure and I don't care who's doing it. Because I'm never going (laughs) to see these people again. (laughs) So if you're in London and you need to get dicked down or just messed around with, come to Tennessee, to this little farm place, and no one will ever recognize you or know you were there. Do we live? Are we living in Tennessee? Oh, okay. No, well, we're advertising for it. We're advertising. Visit www.traveltennessee.com to book your reservations. Say we sent you. And literally, so then we get back to our cold, large 
empty apartments. But we look at the article that's been posted and it's blowing up. Mm. All of these people who want to have a sexual adventure are booking their flights to Tennessee. And then we turn on the news and they're on the news talking about how happy they are. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're getting interviewed and they're like, what, what, what are you going to do? You guys are blowing up. And he's, and they're like, you know, the first thing that we're going to do is go on a little vacation. And they're like, what? And then the next thing we know, there's a knock on the door. At whose apartment? You're in my apartment right now because you helped me bring my bags up, which was sweet of you. That doesn't sound like me, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we open the door and there are the two cousins and the Frenchman. Bonjour. Bonjour. And they're like, howdy, y'all. We just want to thank you the only way we know how. Y'all got a sex swing. And then it just cuts to <laughs> my anaconda don't. My yeah. anaconda don't. My anaconda don't want don't none want unless you've got, you uh, got buns, hun. And it's like us doing hilarious um, yeah. sex stuff. It's bloopers. Bloopers. Girl, it's, it's sex stuff and it's bloopers. And credits roll. And credits roll. And it's called Dicked Down in Tennessee. That's pretty profane to get on okay, cable. It's it's called Ten Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee me in my pussy. Wow. That's for cable? <laughs> what about going down south? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Going down south. I love that. Wow. Guys. Stunning. Stunning. Pretty. I'm the bitch from New York City. Yes. All right, listen, that was a long one. So again, if you listen to this whole thing and still are like, I want to see what the fuck they were doing. Were they smoking? What were they wearing? (laughs) Go to patreon.com slash middle children. But until next time, live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 